Welcome to the Beyond the Connection podcast with Joe Murphy and Mike Stover. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Beyond the Connection podcast. My name is Joe Murphy. I'm here with Mike Stover. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? And we have a special guest in the house tonight, Nicolette Saren. How you doing? Doing all right. I can't complain. Yeah, thanks for coming in today. Of course, happy to be here. Yeah, do you want to give us like a little personal introduction, like where you're from, um, how long you've been in the industry, uh, how long you've been at CDM, and just a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So I was born in New Jersey, uh, born and raised here, been here my whole life, Washington Township. I started with CDM about six years ago, so I've been in the industry for those six years. Uh, When I first started here, I was brought on as a cable uh, assembler operator helping shrink labels onto things, moving things through the floor. And then two years later, I was promoted to the operations assistant. So I helped the general manager at the time oversee production, worked with uh, different customer schedules, making sure parts were coming in, things were getting released to the floor and shipped out on time. And then most recently, about six months ago, I was promoted to the general manager of our ECAS division. So I'm in charge of the quoting department, purchasing department, and operations. Well, that's awesome. Congratulations on the promotion. It's, it's always nice. Yeah, you got your hands full in here then, huh? Yeah, I love being busy, though. <laughs> that's awesome. So what does your day consist of as far as, like, when you come into work, what's your routine in your position right now? Yes, yeah, so when I come into work, I make sure the team, obviously, is assigned all the tasks for the day, taking care of any issues that any of them may have. And then when I get started with my day personally, I'm running reports, the daily shipment reports, daily bookings to see what jobs uh, we brought in, what jobs shipped out at, make sure everything's going out on a profitable margin. Um, And then from there, again, I'll, you know, I'll help out the team and get parts on order if they need it, answer questions, issues, work with our sales team to make sure orders are being moved through our system correctly. If there's any information we need to relay back to the customers, I'm working with our sales team on how to present that to them as well. Nice. Nice. Keeping everybody in line. Yeah. (laughs) They keep me in line. Yeah. (laughs) So so what was like your very first job before CDM? So I worked at the bowling alley as a party host. Um, I started there when I was 16 years old and helped out at the snack bar, I want to say, too, making food, pizzas, learning how to cut pizzas. You'd be surprised mm-hmm. the type of cutter that they have. Yeah. Like, be so crooked, so uneven. <laughs> yeah. So Wait, yeah. the bowling alley right across the street? Actually, in Glassboro. I was going to say, you walk uh, across the street yeah. and said, I want a different job. <laughs> no, in Glassboro, it's not there anymore. They knocked it down. So it's oh. kind of sad. That's where all my high school years were spent. Uh. So. Yeah, I feel you there. I grew up in a hockey rink. Same thing, all the pieces and all. Yeah, yeah you got to cut them very yeah, specifically. Yeah. <laughs> That's great, though. Yeah, it's um, yeah, because we used to have like holiday parties there, too, all the time okay, yeah. for our hockey rink. And okay. it's a shame like when they knocked it down. Um, it was a nice bowling alley, though. Yeah, yeah it we, was. I like the way it was split up, too. It's different than other bowling alleys. Like they had 16 lanes on one side and the other 16 yep. on the opposite. So it was cool. It was different, but... And, cool. and you are a bowler too. Do you still bowl or did you bowl in high school? So I I am a bowler. I don't bowl anymore. I don't think I picked up a bowling ball for three years now. Uh, I started in high school. It's just a hobby. Um, wanted to do it with my friends. And at the time, one of the uh, guys on the team, his dad was a professional bowler. And he said, oh, I think you have some potential. Would you be interested in taking lessons? So I was like, okay, no problem. Like it takes up some of my free time. It's something I enjoy doing. And then from there, it kind of just exploded. 
Um, I learned more about bowling and different types of bowling balls and lane conditions. And then my senior year, I was at a tournament and was recruited by a college and I had no idea like bowling was a thing past just a hobby um, and professionally. So I started looking into what that meant and at a collegiate level and reached out to a couple more colleges to do tours and was recruited by four or five different colleges. Ended up going to Fairleigh Dickinson, their division one bowling program. I received a scholarship and then I bowled all through college. I uh, was a two-time All-American my junior and senior year. Wow, well, that's awesome. And then after my senior year, I kind of took a break. Things didn't go well for the team my senior year. Individually, yes, but it just left us a sour taste in my mouth for the whole experience. Mm-hmm. And then I took a couple years off, and then I decided I wanted to get back into the swing of things because it was such a big part of my life. And that's when I decided to coach the high school in Washington Township. And I did that for a season or two. And then life took a different direction. I started doing more CDM and I said, this is, you know, I need to develop my career past this and this is where I want to be. So I stopped coaching. And ever since then, I think maybe once or twice I've stepped into a bowling alley and it was just to watch bowling, not not bowl. What was your like spark, I guess, if you will, that made you kind of enter the, you know, electronics industry and getting into this field? So I love being challenged. Um, I was challenged throughout my whole high school and collegiate career with different things through bowling. Um, And that's what drives me. I love to be challenged. I love to try to figure things out. Um, And so when I came here, I had no idea about it, about anything that went on with this business. Um, Got a little bit of background from being hands on. And then I was like, okay, I want to take this further. And then when I stepped into my operations assistant uh, position, I was like, okay, I can do big things here. I know I can. Um, and the type of environment that CDM creates is, su- is a place where I wanted to be at. I knew I could grow grow from within and get to where I needed to be with the support of everybody from around here. So I would say I knew I could be challenged here and I knew it would be good for me and I would enjoy coming to work every single day, being something bigger than just myself. So. Well, with that being said, what do you think was one of your biggest challenges that you've solved in manufacturing for a customer? So we, about a year ago, we got hit with a job that was a new type of build for CDM, um, which is great because we're always trying to go down different avenues in our industry. So again, here we go with the challenge. And I was like, I'm ready to take this on. So when that hit our floor, we needed to figure out how we were going to handle it, who we were going to put on it and it being so new how we were going to train the operators to make the process flow the way we needed to being on such a tight timeline. So when the job came in, we broke our work instructions up to fit the needs of how we were going to run the line. So normally our cable operators will build something from start to finish. This particular project we felt would be better suited on a line type of assembly. So one operator did this step and then the it would move to the next operator and they do the second step in the process and so on. So creating that line was a challenge at first, figuring out who was going to be best at what step was an additional challenge. But once we got it up and running, it was smooth sailing. Um, And then it was just a matter of getting recovery dates to our sales team and and to the customer and making sure we were hitting them. And at the end, something that seemed so challenging in the beginning was we figured this out, we have this, and we met and or exceeded our customer expectations. So it was a total team effort, but it was something that was dropped on our plate. We needed to figure out, and we did. 
That's that's, that's really great. Yeah. yeah, it's it's cool. Everybody just comes together and gets it done. They can't ask for more than that. So it's it's awesome. I remember when I was in school, and you probably remember the same thing. I think it was something with math. The order, of, the, the order of operations. Please excuse my dear answer. Oh yeah. Do you have like a like a code word or like a I guess a different like phrase for the, your order of operations here? No, because I, because I think it's I guess project based and customer based. I don't really think we could come up with something like a PEMDAS. The please excuse. Yeah, me yeah, that was it. PEMDAS. Because the situations Classic. are so different, and you're dealing with so many different types of things. The the type of build it was, um, the skill level of the operators you need to put on there, the timeline you're working with. So I think that's it's subjective and pretty much on a case by case basis how we would tackle something like that. So. That would be cool. Yeah. yeah. We're doing this job. So guess what, guys? This is the code. Yeah. And us. Uh, <laughs> now I'm going to start thinking, yeah. how can I implement a code word for this? Yep. For each job. That's funny. As the marketing guy, I might have to put a banner up there that says PEMDAS out. <laughs> yeah. I'll come up with yeah. a for that. We definitely have some. So. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> so what's the, what do you think the biggest change or improvement you've seen at CDM since you've been here? I would say the growth. Um, where where we started when I was here versus where we are now. And I know things are exploding in our industry and outside of it that are causing us to be busier. Um, and we always, you know, as always, we have goals of where we want to be each year and we want to continue to grow. But I don't think I expected us to grow as fast as we're growing right now, but it's great. More business is coming in. We're keeping ourselves busy. We're assisting our customers the way we need to. Uh, so I would say that's the biggest change that I've seen so far. That's yeah, cool. yeah, I can agree. It's it, even from when I started. It's yeah. it's uh, it's been it's been very very busy here at CDM. It's awesome though because it just goes to show that it it takes a village to conquer something, and everybody that we have here is doing what they need to do to support that. So, what um what one of CDM's production capabilities do you think you would like to share with our listeners or people that are interested in what goes on here at CDM? So I think. I would say the machine shop is a good production capability that we have that I don't think um, we've explored as much as we could. Um, we started out just supporting internal needs, tooling, mold, mold needs for our projects, but I know we can service our customers beyond just the internal tooling that we use to support their orders. So I would say that's something that I'd like to see us push more of. Mm-hmm. Nice. What do you think is the next big thing as far as commercial and military electronics? It's tough because I feel like we've touched on where my head goes when you ask me that question um, in terms of like virtual reality, mm-hmm. um, where you're controlling something from behind a computer. Drones. I know we have unmanned um, machinery in our in the field right now, but I think with the technology and where things are going, we can only continue to do that. Um, so I would say... If I had to, if I had to guess, that would be like the next big thing. Yeah, I'm excited to see where CDM fits into all that technology down the road mm-hmm. too. Because, I mean, you think five years, ten years from now, it's going to be completely different, yeah. or it could be completely different, and it's going to be really cool to see where CDM fits in. Well, yeah, and you think about where the technology was five years ago versus where it is now, and it's it's light years from where it was. And okay, what's it look like in the next five years? And we make all all of those unmanned machines and drones more efficient, uh, faster operating times, response times, and you know that's that's what's important. We need to make sure we're keeping our team safe. In your whole journey here at CDM, is there any 
particular moment or point in time where you were impressed or saw how quickly CDM was able to adapt to the technology? With the technology that we've seen and where it's come, I feel like our internal processes and the systems we use have really adapted to that. We're trying to go paperless. We're trying to be more efficient in the way things are distributed to the floor. And if you can have a tablet right in front of the operator that has all the documentation they need, it, it allows them faster access to it. They can get started on job faster. Um, you know, the, the delay there is eliminated or the, the chance that an operator gets the wrong work instructions or the wrong drawing or loses it. I mean, that that in that sense, where we're going with the technology, it helps us there. And then I would say externally, I could see it as well. We're adapting, we're taking on some of like the RF cables, our, we're going in and exploring different field options. So fiber optic, it's, mm-hmm. you know, less loss over a 115 foot cable than your, what we built with, you know, a couple of years ago, so. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. So tell us about your new position. I know you just started, you said recently. So how's that been going? Pretty good? Yeah, it's good. It's different. So as I mentioned earlier, I was out on the floor. Now I'm coming into the office and doing things more with the system. So it's a, it's a different day-to-day routine. When I was out back, it was very hands-on. I was touching the cables, touching the, the components and stuff that we were building the cable assemblies with and servicing our customers. Whereas up here, I'm dealing with where it starts rather than where it finishes. So it's a, it's a different process, uh, but I'm enjoying it. And now I'm learning how things get from where they are to where they need to be. Mm-hmm. That's great. So. so you're really getting the whole scoop now. I am. The whole <laughs> yeah. scoop with marshmallows and sprinkles. Yeah. <laughs> what, um, what's the big thing that you think that you bring to your role and that uh, contributes to keeping CDM customers satisfied? So I would say my willingness to listen to others. Uh, So everybody here has something to offer, right? And I might have a certain way of looking at something when I go to my team and ask them for their advice or what they think about it. They open my eyes to other things that I wasn't looking at or I wasn't viewing the situation the way that they were. And so I would say I can take that internally and externally because I'm not, you know, my, my end goal is to make sure that I'm supporting CDM and CDM's needs but we need to service our customers. So at the end of the day, if our customers aren't happy, that's an issue. So the willingness to, to listen to others and see what they have to he- hear, what they have to say so that we can get to the end goal and make sure everybody's happy. Do you have any personal goals that you're thinking about as far as just like learning more at CDM or what you'd like to do here or accomplish within the next five, 10 years? So I would love to continue to move up in the company Um, That is obviously my end goal. I want to make sure that I'm giving back to CDM and everybody that comes after me what everybody above me right now has given to me. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'd I'd like to see myself go. I'm going to do my best to to do that. And I'm open to learn and always willing. There's something new every day that I learn. And I think that's always going to be the case here. Um, So just staying open to the fact that I'm never going to have the answer for everything that and I'm always going to be learning. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, you've been in a lot of positions since you started to putting labels on there, yeah. on the uh, cables <laughs> and the uh, shrink tubing, and that's cool. Yeah, um, I mean, you got to start somewhere, and where I started has helped me understand where I'm at now. And it's, I don't think if I hadn't started there, I would have the knowledge and experience that I do right now. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's great just to get the experience from just multiple positions, too. I mean, starting in the warehouse, now up front 
learn a little bit about the company every step of the way. So it's it's great to just get that knowledge over the years too. That's the great thing about CDM is that when you begin, when you start, you know, your journey at CDM, you're not locked into a certain place. Like we're very much a grow from within. So if somebody has the ability to move into another position, that that's an option. And I love that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. CDM is really the best. Like there's nowhere else I'd rather be than here for a variety of reasons. Um, so if there's something you need, somebody at CDM can help you with it. Um, we're willing to work with everybody. Uh, at the end, we want to make sure everybody else is happy. Nicolette, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for coming in. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks for tuning in today to the Beyond the Connection podcast here at CDM. Global Headquarters in Turnersville, New Jersey. Until next time, signing off. CDM's Beyond the Connection podcast is brought to you by our technical team here at our Global Headquarters in Turnersville, New Jersey.